so that his character was so beloved in that that they said, let's give you a spinoff called U.S. Marshals. Yeah. You knew that was not I Yeah. It was the man with one arm. I didn't shoot my wife. I don't care. Yeah. Welcome to the Super Mario Bros. Minute. I'm Emily. Emily. I'm Andrew. Andrew. And this is a show where we watch the Super Mario Bros. movie minute by minute, and we also watch each minute the number of times that it is. Today we watched minute 56, 56 times. We're coming up on that hour mark, Andrew. Yeah. Are we going to start actually doing the challenge minutes at the hour mark? Yes. Like and I've said? got some other ideas for challenge minutes. Oh, good. Here, here's my thing. I, I think, think we should make a Google Doc of challenge minutes. Yeah, we should do... Uh, uh, my parents have a bingo machine. Will you do the bingo machine style picking of what what order they go in. What does that mean? You don't worry about it. No, if, no, no. <laughs> we're going to stop, and you're going to tell me what that means. Which part do you not understand? Picking what goes in what order. Well, obviously the first challenge minute has to be we will watch the rest of the film. Yeah. But then after that, I want there to be a, a slight randomness to oh, the to order. Oh, to what challenge? Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. I don't want it to just be like, oh, next week we're going to do this. I yeah. want it to be we're going to reach into a machine. And we're going to see what we're going to do. We're going to see what we're going to do. Are we going to record that? Maybe. Let's follow up. Why do your parents have a bingo machine? <laughs> they wanted to play bingo. In their home? Yeah, for Christmas. Okay. That makes sense, actually. Let's talk about this minute. <laughs> this minute starts with a half a word. Yes. And uh, uh, it's, at proposal would mutually benefit both our parties. Yes. Because it ended with that. So, yes, I think that proposal would mutually benefit both our parties. Spoken by Iggy. Good old Figgy Stevens himself. Uh, Do you like figgy pudding? It's the season for it. We Have we talked about figgy pudding? I don't think so. Yeah, we did. We had a whole bit where, where you said know. figgy and I said the figgy pudding. Yeah. I've no, I don't think I've ever had it. Okay. Is that is that like bread pudding? Yes. Oh, then I've had bread pudding. I believe so. I could be wrong. I'm not, I like bread I'm pudding not a fine. British expert. Except you are. I mean, I know a little bit. <laughs> you have to be in one area. What? Oh, well, I know about James Bond, but James Bond does not talk about figgy pudding. That's true. Why not? It's too fattening. You can't be James Bond and eat figgy pudding. He's got to go to a rich person's house and they say, have some figgy pudding. No, and figgy he says, shake not. and not stirred. Well, that's this is why you're. This is why I'm more of a British expert than you. That doesn't make sense, that exchange. <laughs> also, figgy pudding, I don't believe is a rich person food. I think that's, that's the food of the commoner. You're probably right. Yeah. The lady with the red spikes. So they're looking for the rock. Yeah. Um, they say it's been taken from them. I really like Mario in the first, like, 20 seconds here. Sure. I wrote The words I wrote down were deals Mario. <laughs> because Mario is sort of standing. He's got his hand in his mouth a little bit, and he's yeah. thinking. Mm-hmm. He's thinking over how do we work this out. And yeah. I really like Mario making a deal. It's very, it's a very good look on him. That is a very good look. Yeah. Um, they, they say, who took it? Yeah. Who took the rock? Yeah. Uh, Luigi says that was the lady with the red spikes. It was by the bar. He says it was by the bar, too. Yeah. Which leads me to my question. So, when we watched that scene, I don't think either of us thought of them as being by the bar, necessarily. Like, we saw the bar in the background. Yeah. But they were kind of on that overhang. Mm -hmm. But they were clearly close enough that Luigi remembers that as being by the bar, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And what we learn in this minute is that Big Bertha is a bouncer at the bar. Yeah. So do you think, was she acting in a professional capacity as bouncer when she interrupted that mugging and then stole the thing herself? Well, that's good. Was she bouncing when that happened? I kind of like that. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. I never thought of it until I watched this minute 56 times. <laughs> uh, perhaps. And, and maybe even, I mean, uh, her taking that rock might have been to entice Mario. 
Sure. She certainly, I mean, we're going to get there. We'll get there. But she wants Mario. <laughs> Who doesn't want Mario? Um, and then this is, I think, isn't this canonically the first time we hear her name? I believe so. Yeah. And I also believe, um, we'll, we'll see when the credits come by. I believe she is mostly credited as just Bertha. Yeah. Big Bertha is something that people call her. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, kind of in a, in a bad way. I don't know that I would agree that it's in a bad way. Well, I think they mean it in a bad way. I don't even know if I agree with that. Oh, okay. Because Luigi, so Luigi describes her, um, and there's a tone to his voice um, that he, it does not sound like he's making fun of her when he describes her as no. large or round. It no. just seems like he's that's those words you use. He also seems like very sort of excited and childlike, <laughs> but also like he see like he there's a certain reverence when he talks. Like yeah. I don't, I never get the feeling that anyone is making fun of Big Bertha. All right. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why I like this movie, one of the reasons why this movie is good and why this minute is good. Yeah. I think it's, I don't know, I think it's nice to have this character who is referred to as big, but, like, it's like, yeah, some people are big. Like, it's, I never see it as a bad thing. Mm. Well, I, I thought it kind of plays into, there's this joke here. I like this joke a lot. Yeah. Because it's based on the misunderstanding of these two characters. Oh, and uh, Iggy, Iggy says. Iggy says, was she, was she corpulent? Very, very corpulent. corpulent. Yeah. Uh, and Luigi says, no, she was really round. Yeah. Which, that's, it's it the misunderstanding. The yeah. 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 I, I enjoy that. Yeah. And I enjoy, there's something about the way he says corpulent. Yeah. And the fact that he says it twice in a row, kind of more quickly. Yeah. There's, the, it's this whole... Fisher Stevens doing a good job in this movie. Yes. Uh, um, I also, th- I don't know, I, I, I like to imagine that Big Bertha, like, I, I think she calls herself that as well. Because it feels like a title. Like, I, I, I don't know, I like it. Yeah. Uh, so they do decide that if this rock has been taken by Big Bertha, the bouncer, yeah. at the Boom Boom Bar. Yes. And then... A lot of bees. Uh, before we cut to uh-huh. the next scene, we see that they're leaving because the dinos are not chewing on them. They're chewing on a price tag. Well, we also see them get up. Well, okay. Yeah. But it's it's. I believe that's what this is to imply, that yes. the dinos have only eaten the part price of the price tag. tag. Yeah. And the price tag is nice. It's real nice. It's a real nice price tag. Uh, Spike's jacket cost him sixty nine dollars. Nice, nice. Um, can we talk? Can we before we move on to the next half of the minute? Sure. Can we take a second to really break down Fisher Stevens' face? Oh, okay. Because I was noticing it a lot. There's a lot going on. He's got. Well, first of all, his eyebrows are bleached, which mm-hmm. I can't remember if we've talked about before. I think we might have referred to them as being shaved off. Yeah, before. I, I, they might have been shaved, and then the, he didn't want to shave them again and just bleached them. Yeah, and because in this minute, it's very clear that he has eyebrows that are just bleached. Yeah, and I, I it, it matches in the same style that Koopa, his eyebrows are shaved. Yeah. Um, but but now it's we're seeing that his, that Iggy's are just bleached. bleached. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, Fisher Stevens has some. Beautiful blue eyes, can I just say? Yeah. That's something I really noticed in this scene. Okay. It's a very memorable face. Okay. Uh, and I just want to get that out there. I think we're also seeing a lot more of Spike's hair. I'm noticing more how deeply undershaven his hair was yeah, when he was that... doing a lot of the head turning in the last minute and yeah. in this minute. So with those beautiful blue eyes, the bleached eyebrows, and the under heavily undershaved hair, yeah. I think it all comes together. You know what you know what Iggy looks like to me? Huh. He looks like the bad kid from your elementary school. Oh, yeah. Right? You know yeah. the bad kid? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 The, it's so funny. The idea of the bad kid in, in the school, I, I'd i say it so transcends everything that 
Uh, do you remember the cartoon Doug? Yeah. There was a bad kid in Doug. Roger? And the other No. Because Roger was the bully. No. There was the bad kid. I don't who, remember this. This was so crazy to me because it felt so real. Yeah. Is that like Doug would see him going to the principal's office or see him somewhere and yeah. they'd be like, oh, that's. He knew the kid's full name and he yeah. full named him every time. Yeah. And it was just like, it, it so transcends my own life that sometimes I think of the bad kid as like looking like the kid in the cartoon. Yeah. It's so weird that... Well, that's... I definitely know the bad kid's name from my lunch school, and I always full name him as well. Yeah. W- you... What was the bad kid's name at your school? You don't uh, have to I... say a last name. There but... was there were several. But the, the quintessential bad kid. You just say the first name? I don't name? remember them. I've kicked okay. out that information from my brain. Okay. But I... Because I, like I feel like they all have a certain genre of names. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Gabe was the bad kid at my oh. school. <laughs> no offense to the Gabes out there, but... That's a genre of name, for yeah. sure. I, I see what you're meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember even one of them. Yeah. I don't know. There were a lot of bad eggs up there. Hope Gabe's not listening. Very scrubs. <laughs> you know what, Gabe? You fucking pantsed me in the middle of the playground one day, so you can go. You can fuck off as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Can we get to this next half of this minute? Yes. With this please. fantastic. Let's talk about the motherfucking CGI <laughs> in this film. We're getting an overview. Overview of Dino Slides. This is it. We'll hit the heights. Oh, what heights will hit? On with the show. This is it. I want to be upset because I wanted some reverence. Yeah. As we were seeing Dino Hatton's version. <laughs> yeah. Of the World Trade Center, the Twin Towers. Is that what that is? Oh yeah. How old are you? A hundred and two. I will say this, and we're gonna. We're gonna have to talk about the world trade center a lot later in this film yes we are my only memory of the world trade center at all is 9-11 i'm i'm young enough that like i don't remember them as a thing before that uh i do so like to me i super like i don't like if i see two buildings that like that apparently evoke the world trade center i that just does not click for me that's crazy never in a million years would it have occurred to me that those or what was dino hatton's version of the world trade center well it is okay (laughs) sorry it's the Twin Towers. Okay. Uh, uh, the, the, one of them, in fact, is a bit destroyed, or perhaps under construction. I, I can't quite yeah. tell if it fell over or if it hasn't been finished yet. Yeah. Uh, but the other one is Koopa's Tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's, it's real crazy to see that this it, it's in this film, yeah. a reference to the World Trade Center, to the Twin Towers. Well, like, I mean, there's a... We, they're all. They also show up later. The yeah, they do show up yeah. later. In the, but it's it's crazy to me in the same way that like, I remember uh, uh, after nine yeah. eleven, like the the schoolyard tales of movies that featured sure. the twin towers. Yeah. That they're like, oh, I heard they're going to edit them out, or oh, I heard yeah, yeah. the thing. Because it also, I mean, well, famously Spider Man. Famously Spider Man. Yeah, that, and that was not a schoolyard tale. That was like that was in the trailer. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, but no, this was like. Um, What's that one? Do you ever think about how, in retrospect, that scene seems so crazy out of scale with the rest of that first Spider-Man movie? What do you mean? Like, think about that movie and think of where in the movie there would be a scene where he stops a helicopter by spinning a web between the World Trade Center towers. Like, that seems like that's such a larger scale than anything else that happens in that movie. I guess. I, right. can, I mean, I, I guess, like, with the, with the Goblin at the end, like, with the bridge, like, maybe that's as big a scale, but I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it, it feels seems... like it's something that happened right at the end. Yeah. It doesn't feel like... It's not, like, scene one. But it's, like, he's not... It's not involved with... The, it's not involved with the main story. Like, you've seen the trailer. It's, like, bank robbers or something that he's stopping. Oh, I guess. I have not seen that trailer in a while. Mm-hmm. I couldn't recall it. Yeah. Exactly. In fact, I haven't seen... I've been meaning to rewatch the first Spider-Man. It's good. Because I want... <laughs> you say that all the way up to three. 
Yeah, three's good too. Oh boy, <laughs> three's great. <laughs> I, you should I, you should welcome the idea of an emo Spider-Man into your heart. Well, because here's why I want to rewatch one. It's because yeah. I I want to I want to like like as if I'm I'm taking a warm bath like like as if it's a bath bomb. I need to sure. I want to reimmerse myself in Willem Dafoe. Sure. We, all, we would all love to do that. I want I want Willem Dafoe to like his essence to watch over me and for me to mm. recall all of his great roles. Yeah. Because I've seen him now in two films recently, mm-hmm. and it's just he shines. Yeah. He's a star. You should watch the first Spider Man. I, th- I and will. Then you should just keep going and watch number two, which is also great. And then you should just keep going and watch number now, three, which is the, also very good. Willem Dafoe. I know he makes a cameo in the second one. Is he make a cameo third? Not to my memory. Okay. Then maybe I'll skip that. Third, I'll leave that one out. Third one's great. The second one still, like, brings me to my feet with applause. The second it's, one's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, great CGI. Yes. Or, or do you think this is a a, a prop? Do you think this is a, a camera over a miniature? Oh, well, maybe. But I just mean like the the when they transfer from the overview of the city to Daisy, like oh. it's a, it's really smooth. seamless. It, yeah, absolutely seamless. Yeah. Not once do I think, oh, that 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 window that she's standing in doesn't look right. No, it looks perfect. That's, I mean, people, I think so many people think of this as being like a, a cheap or looking movie. Yeah. But like, all this, all the effects in this movie are amazing. And I think it's it goes for a very specific aesthetic that is meant to look cheap. Mm-hmm. And I think it pulls that off really well. But like, the effects in this movie are genuinely incredible, especially for 1993. Yeah. Um... And I think they also did. There was a good bit of planning where they, you know, they made the lighting in the room such that it it fits well with when they go from the CGI to the thing. It's yes. it's really perfect. Now, now that you brought up the lighting, I have it later in my notes. But do yeah. you, well, let's talk about the lighting. Sure. What What do you think is is this supposed to be dusk? Is this nightfall? Well, actually, so it's definitely daytime in the desert. When we well, see that. we don't know. Is that a time lapse or is that? Here's what I'm going to ask. Yeah. So even when when the Mario's go directly from the city to the desert, it yes. goes from being dark to being light. Yes. Now, is your interpretation because we see we kind of see the skyline here? Uh-huh. Is your interpretation that just pollution is so heavy in the city that it blocked out the sun, or is this a is a biodome starring Polly Shore situation? Oh no, I didn't think about that second one at all. I think, well, here's the thing though. Yeah. Mario and Luigi don't go far enough out to explain why the pollution would have gone away so much in the desert to me. That's mm-hmm. why I think maybe it is a biodome. Mm. That's an interesting thought. Because like it's completely dark when they're in the city, and then they go through the tunnel, which is not that long. Uh-huh. Like at most I would say what, one mile? Yeah. And yet it's like night and day. Like I don't see how the pollution well, when the, when dissipate the, that much. When the fungus grabs their car, it is yeah. still dark. Yeah. When they get in the desert the first time, it is still dark. Oh, that's interesting. I think day comes for them. Daylight come and they want to go home? Yeah, that's how long the desert journey, the journey in the desert is a whole day. I never thought of it that way. Now, we don't see their full desert journey. No. We just see a little snippet. Yeah. So, a little snippet, if you will. <laughs> we'll see one of them later. Yeah. Uh, I And I think it, it comes to, I think... That uh, not to get too far ahead of myself, but I believe when we get to that sniffet scene, yeah. it's falling night again for Interesting. them. Interesting. Interesting. And so I think what we are seeing is sun setting on Daisy in the tower. Interesting. To match okay, the time lapse of by the time we catch up with with Iggy Spike, okay, Mario, yeah. and Luigi. That, that tracks to me. It's it's night again. Yeah. That's really this movie cares. Yes. About day cycles. This movie's good as hell. Because I was going to ask if, if, if uh, the pollution I thought was a very good explanation. Yeah. Because I do think we do see some smog. Yeah. Oh, uh, for sure. There's a lot of smog. Yeah. I believe that this is a very smoggy area. Although when they're all, everything's electric. 
I guess electric can still make smog. I think they're burning trash. To make the electric. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or it's some kind of nuclear waste? I don't know. It's some... There's something. Something is burning. Yeah. Something is burning. Something is burning. Am I okay? Something is burning. Am I okay is what I'm going to ask. Something is burning. Uh, let's talk about Daisy and my son, Yoshi. Yeah. So, well, I do want to make sure that people understand. So, the camera comes in. We we get the full look of the city. Yeah. One continuous shot zooms right into the top floor of yeah. Koopa Tower. We see uh, Daisy looking out the window. And yeah. then we cut. We're inside following Daisy looking out of the window, seamless. Seamless, perfect. I, I, not one bit where I go, oh, that window's not the right size, or oh, she's standing weird, or anything. Yeah. And I believe it. And I feel like people who haven't seen the movie in a while maybe feel like we're just, we're just like, <laughs> fanning out right now. And But, like, honestly, watch it. Like, it's really good. Like, they, they did the work here. Yeah. Uh, so then she, she seems to be, this is some different... This is she's been moved to a different room. Yeah, this is not Koopa Suite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is. Uh, uh, the, I mean, what I think this is supposed to evoke mm-hmm. uh, for 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 fans of the game or just fans of this kind of mythology in general is the princess trapped at the top of the tower. Yeah, uh, she's literally a princess trapped at the top of the tower. Yeah, and this is not a castle, but it's yeah. Koopa's domain. Yes, it's it's. I think it works on that level so well. And they put Yoshi in the room with her too. Yes, which I think. Um, you know, the, uh, Steven and the people at Super Mario Brothers uh, movie archive, shout out to those guys, they have talked about how um, there was originally a much larger part of the script was trying Koopa trying to tempt her into the dinosaur world, so yes. to speak, which I think leaving Yoshi in the room with her is probably part of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because, uh, you know, she loves dinosaurs, so, like, le- like having her see Yoshi and be in the room with my beautiful son is probably <laughs> part of that temptation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's chained. Chained. Yoshi's still son. chained. Trying to get out of those chains. And I he's chewing so the chains, yeah. He's so precious and perfect when he's chewing on those chains. <laughs> I honestly, I'm going to say, you know, I watched this minute 56 times. And a solid two-thirds of those times, it it deeply moved me emotionally <laughs> to see to see him in those chains. Was your reaction the same as Daisy's? Uh, how would you describe Daisy's reaction? Well, she actually says, hey, don't do that, you'll hurt yourself. Yeah, it was. It was, to be honest. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm very glad that Daisy found my child, because I've, I'm eternally grateful to her for, for helping him out of this situation. Um, I wanted to note, you don't see much in this room. I For some reason, I've always believed that this, either, the way that this suite is, is that it's a, that she's looking out the bathroom window, or this is specifically a bathroom. Yeah. Because there's a towel. Yeah, it feels to me like a large bathroom. With, the with towel a K is embroidered. weird, too, because the K embroidered, it's embroidered in such a way where it almost looks like a hole, but yeah. it wouldn't make sense on a towel like that. It's it's really cool design. But it's also embroidered, uh, it's not even the full Koopa logo. No, it's On the, the outside K. of his tower, yeah. we see the full logo, which is the hand or yeah. a claw, Holy grabbing me. two lightning bolts, forcing them into a K shape. Yeah. And on the on the um, the towel, it's just the K yeah. in lightning bolt form. Yeah. Uh, which, which is... I would really love one of those towels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've always kind of believed that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yoshi licks her hand. It's very sweet. Yeah, this is... I, I, I like that this shows the, like, the soft side of Yoshi. I don't yeah. know how to describe it. Like, it's... It, Yoshi... Which wouldn't be unusual in the games, but in the film, it's... No, yeah. it, well, in the film, I think, to it's, it's done in a way where... Um, I don't know if convincing is the right word. It's showing the audience that even though this is a creature that looks like a dinosaur... He's a puppy, basically. He's a puppy, yeah. yeah. And that for... Especially for Daisy. It's yeah. like, this is the royal pet. This yeah. is This is something 
that is, you know, it's like the queen's corgis. Like yeah. it's it's a Aww. sweet little creature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, the animatronics continue to be amazing. We thing. even see uh, there's a bit of foot movement. There's a bit of foot movement. There's also like if you watch carefully, you can see his like neck going in and out as he breathes. Like the it's a breathing puppet. It's incredible. Yeah. And I even the eyes impress me so much. Yes, the eye, the full there's full eyelid motion, rotation, squinting, everything. I really want to know how they operated this <laughs> because it's it's genuinely incredible. Well, you, I mean, uh, uh, I don't want to eat your Spielberg lunch. Yeah, but you've already done that episode, the Jurassic Park episode. Yeah. But you, I mean, you're fully aware of those were just straight up huge mechanical puppets. Yes. I think this is that same technology. Yeah. Uh, I I think. I, I don't know how, but they have they had the best puppet technology in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. And something happened in nineteen ninety nine where someone destroyed all of it except for the Muppets. Yeah, I feel like they saved a copy of it to use also in the uh, otherwise pretty terrible Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie because the animatronics oh, yeah. in that movie are really good too. Yeah. That that movie was in the making for a long time, so someone yeah. had an old copy. Yeah, of the of the, 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 the schematic ro- robotic <laughs> puppets guide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a dumb bit. That was, really was really was a dumb bit. <laughs> we're sorry. Well, I mean, I guess we're both prisoners here. Yeah. That's, that's, the, the, last that's the last line. line. Yeah, that's what Daisy says to my son. Um, this was a good minute. Yeah. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. This is this you know this is the kind of minute that reminds you why you do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I I also love the way that I mean. I'm literally just cutting the minutes as they come, yeah. and we're getting these good these good halfway point where we get you know twenty to thirty seconds of one, yeah. thirty to forty seconds of another thing, yeah. and it just it's so good. Ah, it's, it's a great movie. I'm, such I'm a filled good with movie. just goodwill right now because yeah. I've I've really imbibed in the Super Mario Brothers film. I think. If people are tired of hearing us say how good this movie is... Watch it. (laughs) Yes, watch it. Yeah. Like, for real. Watch it and learn. Watch and learn. Yeah. Uh, And we're going to... I mean, because we're going to say it every episode. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I think that about wraps that up. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find out more information about this podcast at benvnetwork.com slash smbm. You can find all of our episodes there and more. I mean, visually, there's some visuals there. That's what I mean by and more. It's and more. Because uh, if you want, really want and more, go to patreon.com slash smbm, and uh, if you give, even at a dollar a month, uh, you will get access to a special feed of episodes, which include our uh, pre-roll, where we just talk about whatever we talk about right before whatever we start recording. Bullshit, yeah. Uh, mostly SpongeBob news. And <laughs> it's not mostly SpongeBob news. Don't put them in there, that in their head. And you'll get access to uh, the feed of episodes uh, where we talk about the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, the live-action cartoon hybrid uh, that predated this film. Uh, So go to patreon.com slash smbm to get that. (laughs) Patreon.ass. You can also email us supermariobrosminute at gmail.com and on Twitter at mariobrosminute. And my personal Twitter and Instagram are at podcasterandroom. Androom. (laughs) Androom. And you can uh, listen to me talk about remakes on another podcast I do with Justin Keyson. It's called Nothing New, a remake podcast. Uh, we've talked about things like It. We've talked, we talked about, about it? The Mummy. Oh, we've yeah. talked about uh, Apes. 
You talked. To, I talked about apes. You with talked you. about apes with me, and our our two most recent episodes are both Murder on the Orient Express and A Christmas Carol. We dipped into uh, a, a not as recent the remake to fit the <laughs> to fit the era of the time. It's December. It's Christmas Carol. It's Christmas. Yep, that's the one. So go check all that out, and that that's been the long form version of plugs. Plug handoff. What? I handed off the plugs. Go to BenViewNetwork.com. Check out all the great shows there. You can check out the other show I do with Justin Keysong from Nothing New. It's called Steven Spiel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Check out the other show I do with Justin Keysong from Nothing New. It's called BenView on Spielbort. Um, it's where we talk about Steven Spielbort movies. <laughs> Uh, last week we did it, last month rather, because it's a monthly show, we did a TV show that he directed in the 70s called, and the name of the show was the name of the game, the name of the episode was LA 2017, it was set in Los Angeles in the year 2017. How many names are there? God, there's too many, um, next week we're gonna do, next, well, talking. (laughs) Next week you're gonna do next month, and next month you're gonna do. Gremlins, for Christmas time, because Steven Spielberg produced it. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at VeryCoolEmily. You can rate and review us on iTunes. You can go to Patreon, like he said. Uh, and you know what? I'd like to toss a little plug out to the Super Mario Brothers Movie Archive because uh, they're great and they always help us out. Uh, they're super nice people. And you should go to smbmovie.com uh, to check out all the great info they have on the film. And, and Geek KO is Geek a KO. podcast that you should check out. It's on the Geek Say What Network. We were on a recent or upcoming episode talking about what else? But the Super, super Mario, Mario Brothers. Brothers. Uh, it's a geek trivia podcast. It's a lot of fun. Go check out all the other episodes that Emily was on. Uh, I'll be on Thank other you. upcoming episodes. You, uh, it's a good time. Do you ever worry that our brains will die and all we will like it'll just be Mario music playing in our brains all the time? That's all we'll be able to think about. That hasn't happened to you yet. <laughs> Remember, trust the fungus. Okay, try it now. Is it working now? Okay, move over. People of Earth, I am Abysme. And I'm Paprika. We have crash landed on a moon in your solar system. You crashed us, I wasn't Shut up, I'm on the phone. And we'll maintain this frequency while repairs are made. Which could take a while, so we decided to read some science fiction while we wait. If you crave imaginative stories, intelligent discussion, and comedic banter, be sure to tune in each week. Here on Benview or on YouTube at Raygun Readers. Until we speak again, farewell and safe travels. Why are you doing that stupid voice? It's not stupid, you're stupid and insubordinate. You don't outrank me! This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at bendunetwork.com.